Welcome to the vault where you can find the code to unlock your success. In this space, I invite real, inspiring and successful experts. We have eye-opening conversations about the way to reach your highest potential in life and in business. We will cover the mastery of mindset, energy, emotions, transformation, sales, marketing, thriving in business without losing your authenticity and balance. Hi, I'm Sonia Martinovic and host of The Vault, an entrepreneur, mindset mastery and online business coach with an obsession on real transformation. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs and other influencers master the mindset and build a successful and impactful business. Do you want to break free from your limitations and express your truest self in business and in life? Is growth your game and success your aim? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the vault. Let's start cracking your code. All right, welcome to another episode of The Vault, and I'm very excited today because we are going to unlock your success from the inside out, and today with me, I have Matteo. He's the founder of Know Yourself Teachings that teach you the hidden dynamics of how and what makes you make certain choices, decisions, and how you take action. He has personally trained and mentored over 200 professional coaches and trainers internationally, and also had training programs with over 3,000 participants in public courses. He is known to be get to the heart and matter uh, to bring transformations and to break through stock patterns that people have. And he specialized to do deep inner work and reach a level of their personal transformation by helping them transform repeat or stock patterns where other methods don't, doesn't, don't work. And I personally have experience uh, with him getting this result. And he is writing a book on how to increase your self-worth and transform feelings of worthiness, as well as putting together his written work of the Know Yourself teachings. So welcome, Matteo. Hey, Sonia. Thank you so much for having me on board. Really nice to be here with you. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And it's so nice when you actually work with someone to <laughs> interview him. It makes the interview special and we can get into some personal experiences. Yeah, but absolutely. first, please let our listeners know what got you into this work? What, what was the breakthrough or what was the pivotal point that got you into this transformational work with leaders? I think in a sense, I was always destined to, to do this kind of work. This is what I'm born to do because one, I'm good at it. Another reason is this is where my natural flow is. So that was the thing, but there's always a catalyst. We always, uh, um, everybody, I believe, embarks on what is called a hero's journey and we get lost and uh, eventually find ourselves and come, come up triumphant, somehow, somewhat triumphant. And um, for me, I, I trained up as a chartered accountant. I got into the accounting profession and I was bored and my life felt empty and soulless. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that because this is how the education system is designed. It, it, it doesn't consider all the competencies that we have. It doesn't consider our natural flows. So we kind of get directed or misdirected on a particular path that might not be the ideal path. It might only have part of our skills. So, but but along the way, as, as much as being bored and looking for action, I, I had a particular experience back in 2005 when I came back from a, a short four-month work, work stint in the US. 
And uh, I met with a guy who was quite kind of interesting, but he he started to bring up topics of the occult and uh, he was very interesting. But in the end, I discovered he was very dark and he was trying to enroll me in to the dark forces, into the dark side of life. And uh, I got very scared. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know much about that world. Although I wasn't afraid of that world, it wasn't uh, normal for me. So yeah, I started seeking out healers and uh, different people. And I, and I found a few people and I started joining meditation groups. And towards the end of the year, I met with uh, a work colleague and she suggested me I go see two friends of hers who's a psychic medium and um, they ran courses. So this this kind of began my journey into spirituality, into diving inwards. And uh, eventually I just carried on and I added a bunch of tools. I did a lot of work on myself, starting from the very basic stuff. You know, everyone begins with yoga, meditation. Eventually I qualified as a coach. And um, in that same academy, I trained up as a coach trainer and a trainer of trainers. So I, I took on quite a senior position and I, I went around throughout a couple of countries in Europe. I was in the Netherlands, I was in Belgium, I was in Germany, uh, I went to Russia and I, I did um, coach trainings and personal development trainings through that organization. So that's a very short nutshell. <laughs> yeah, and you have quite an unconventional, not unconventional, but a specific way about going to get people that have like stock patterns or something that is holding them back to approach it in a different way. And um, can you tell a little bit more about that? About how I work? Yeah. Um, so along the way, I've put together a, a, a toolbox of tools. And whereas most coaches will, would train with NLP techniques or hypnotherapy or um, basic coaching skills taught by um, through the ICF, the Code of Ethics and all of that. I, I did some of those, but I was introduced to, first of all, the world of energy and energy healing. So I had that background in the beginning and I, and I understood healing and what, what was needed to bring about healing. So I, I brought in that background, but I also trained in, I, I got introduced very early to a form of therapy called family constellation therapy that is extremely powerful that aims to get to the root cause of an issue but also deals with uh, family patterns that we take on from our parents grandparents great grandparents all the way to uh, now we can go back to even 12 generations back yeah heal patterns so we know that we take stuff on from our ancestry and a lot of times it's just like a belief system we develop belief systems when we're young that we don't need later when we're older. Exactly. The same way, <laughs> yeah, this, the same way previous, we, we take on beliefs of previous generations and patterns of previous generations that we don't need. So um, I, I trained on in that methodology. And I, by the time I trained up as a coach, I already had the, the energy world inside of me and the understanding of the energy world. So it just took the, the, the coaching work that I did deeper and I could get deeper and kind of to the point quicker than other coaches did just because I had that level of background. Essentially, what I, what I aim to do with people is try to get to the root of a challenge of a problem that they're having. And if we understand human dynamics and the way human behavior works and the way the mind and the emotions work, we can pretty much take any problem 
and uh, and get to the cause of it. And unless we find the cause of any issue, we're going to keep dealing with effects. We're going to keep dealing with the symptoms. Yes. And I see a lot of people in the personal development industry and a lot of personal development programs, they deal with symptoms of an issue and not the core. Mm -hmm. And over time, I discovered that the core issue is a disconnection from our true self. Now, a lot of people, I say, well, I might say, you're not connected to your true self. And they say, well, I am. I know, my, I know myself. I know who I am. <laughs> and I tend to disagree yeah. because a lot of people who they know themselves to be, they are the belief system or they are the pattern that they train themselves to be. Now, that's okay if you're a habit, a pattern, a characteristic, a personality. But I discovered that our experiences of the past create the patterns and the, person, the personalities and the personas and the characteristics and the habits that we have. So if you have a particular experience and that was one time in your, in your life and maybe you started to develop a shy character as a result of that experience, well, then you would say, I'm shy. And you define yourself and your identity as a shy person. But that's not who you are. But people define themselves by certain characteristics and certain identities, and that's not who they are. That's the characteristic or the identity. There's a deeper self. There's a deeper part of who we are. And my aim is to connect people to that part, um, which is once we strip away the belief systems, once we strip away the misunderstandings, the notions, the characteristics, the, the, the habits that are not necessarily who we are, once we strip that away, we tend to connect and become present to who we truly are. And um, we have it as a firsthand experience. And from there, you can start to build your life. And th there's a lot more that goes into that, um, you know, con connecting to who we truly are. I'm giving a, a, a very brief nutshell at the moment. Um, but there's a lot more that goes into it and, and understanding that actually we're not who we are, our behavior, et cetera, is not who we are. And as, as a result, we're not living our maximum potential. Mm. And what I'd like to give people right now is you can connect to the feeling, how you feel moment to moment, day by day. And most of the times, if you're not feeling fulfilled, if you're not feeling like your life has meaning, if you're not feeling like your life is, um, if you're not energized, if you're not enthused on a daily basis, not, not all the time, but majority of the time, mm -hmm. then something's missing. And the something is missing is a, a disconnection. And this disconnection could be a disconnection from an emotion, a disconnection from an aspect of ourself, or a disconnection from, our, from your true path, your true choices in life. And I believe every person should re-examine themselves from time to time to see if they are connected to that truest part of who they are at this point in time yes absolutely and you talked about for example having the identity of being shy for example so this has happened in my life when I was a child I always thought I was quite shy and quiet and all of that right and then later on in life I discovered by people who were like uh, closely connected to me and family so you weren't that shy and you weren't also that quiet. You were very energized and your daughter looks exactly like you. So that's like an example how that can come about. And also uh, we have worked together for, for a short time. And um, I actually had 
I was very curious because I had this like big loss in my life and a trauma. And I just, especially when you do like, when you coach other coaches or when you are in the coaching business, you tend to work a lot on yourself and things tend to show up. So I had this like major fear of loss that showed up in my, in my subconscious mind. And then I thought, why not? <laughs> Let's try it. Right. Because I've been going through uh, in the past, I've been going through psychosomatic uh, physical therapy because of the physical ache that I had because of it. I went through EMDR and like all the conventional things. And I did a lot of self-work. This was something that I was truly stuck on this uh, like trauma in the past. And it's very specific to see how this energy works, how your emotions work and to get actual results of letting go. So uh, can you tell people what they could do for themselves right now, like right after this episode in order for me to get, in order for them to get more in touch with their true selves? I believe the, so we're talking to a general audience. Obviously there's no one size fits all, but there, there is a process that people can begin. And what I've discovered for most people is that we're in the head a lot. We're thinking a lot. We're trying to analyze. We're trying to solve problems. But our conditioning happens on an emotional level and it happens in the body. And we spend most of our time outside of our body in the head. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we're just not in, we're just not embodying ourselves. We're not in, embodying our body. We're in our heads and we're thinking and rationalizing. So what I invite people to do as a start is to take their attention away from the mind and just sink into the body. Just use the breath, quieten down, slow down, and just get into the body and notice how you feel and start to acknowledge emotions. So one of the, the best tools I've found for everybody and anybody, even for myself at this point, is at, at any time, is how do I feel? Now, when you ask yourself this question, you're doing a couple of things. One, you're looking at yourself. You're not looking at the outside, trying to find answers. You're going inside and going within to ask, how do I feel? Which means you have the answers, you're asking yourself, you, you're making yourself an authority. So check in with yourself. So if you're having a fight with your partner, how do I feel? How did it impact me? You're turning it into yourself. The second thing this question does is it aims to connect you to an emotion. And a lot of times emotions are uncomfortable to feel and we don't want to feel them. So we disconnect from them. And this causes a disconnection from ourselves. So by asking this question, how do I feel in engaging with it? We're accessing the second level of connecting emotionally to ourselves and feeling emotions that we don't necessarily feel, and we connect to our emotions. And when you connect to your emotion, you connect to yourself. There's an opening to connect to yourself. The third thing that does is it brings you into your body. And when you're inside your body, connected to your emotions, focused on yourself, you're more in line to be present to who you are. You're, you're, pre you're, you're present to yourself. A lot of people try to become present and do some kind of meditation, but they're, they're outside of their bodies when they do the meditation. They're doing some chant or focusing on a candle or do, you know, focus on breathing. They're not going inwards, connecting to themselves. So they're missing the point. So by asking that question and, and connecting to emotions, connect to yourself, this starts to develop a relationship 
with yourself, a relationship with who you are on a very basic and fundamental level. And th that's something that most of us miss because we're trying to relate to others, to our partners, to friends, to business uh, associates, to our work colleagues. We relate to them on a mental level, not on a connected level. And we have disconnected conversations and we have disconnected relationships. And that's why we have miscommunication most of the time, because we're not present in our bodies and communicating from a state of presence. Mm. So, yeah, that's, that's one thing I would specifically share with people. And I do have a meditation on my website. It's free. People can go in, um, you know, it's on the main page, download it. And it's around 10 to 15 minutes that supports you to connect to yourself and identify dominant emotions and dominant thoughts and just get a, a, a deeper connection with yourself. It works as powerful. I have many of my students that do my advanced programs. They do that meditation daily. So it's a powerful medication, meditation and medication. <laughs> and I encourage <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I encourage yeah. people to go ahead and do that. Yeah. Yeah. You will have the link in the show notes. That's so exciting. And I think it's so important and another uh, other elements that show up. For example, if you don't process your emotions, it stacks up. The energy stacks up in your body. It might even like uh, reinforce some kind of belief that you have. Right. So by actually managing your emotions, the first step, as you said, is facing them and um, being with them. And accepting them instead of shoving them away, which a lot of also high achievers do, right? A lot of high achievers think I need to be focused. I need to be like on point and productive. And they tend to shove a negative emotion away or disregard it or avoid it. But it will stack and it will show up again. So the best way possible is to be in emotional intelligence. And that means also facing your emotions. So that is so powerful. I just wanted to embellish that yeah, absolutely, <laughs> a little absolutely. bit more. And it actually inspired me also uh, by, by the work that we have done in a specific way. It's inspired me to really dive into the energy trapping into the body and how, how great it is and how gro grounded you feel when you actually go to work with it and how it shows up in your focus, in the way you show up, in your energy. It's, it's truly amazing, truly amazing. Yeah. So can you, can you tell me uh, like this other transformational story about a client of yours, which was a big surprise to you too, like this story that you could remember? I know you have many, <laughs> but I always ask for one. Yeah. One of the most inspiring ones was when I was starting out as a family constellation facilitator. And th this one shows the power of doing deep inner work and um, we were, I, I did a small little workshop with four people at my home. I had a, a space there and we dealt with a, a young lady's abuse. She was 16 years old and, um, it was her first sexual experience and she didn't really want to kind of went ahead with it. The, the guy kind of forced it, it wasn't comfortable. Um, so it, it was a nice experience, but you know, we, we needed to work through it. And one of the things she said before we did the work was, you know, her relationship with her brother wasn't close and she wanted to come closer with her brother. And I said, okay, well, maybe we'll look at it, but let's, let's look at the abuse issue as a priority because that that's, has a big impact on you. Now, she'd done a lot of work on herself before. Um, she used to practice self-work and, and meditation and yoga and many other things. And... Um, we did this process and what was fascinating, the next day she went home to her parents 
And she didn't tell anybody she did a process the day before. She was just in a very good space. And her brother started to talk to her. He started to ask her questions. She says, this is weird. He never asked me questions about my life. Now he's asking how I am. What do I do? What, um, how's my life? What's up? He made her two cups of tea. She says he'd never made a tea in his life before. He made her that day two cups of tea. And a month later, I get a, a, a big uh, message and a photo of them together at a concert. And she says, from that day, our, our relationship completely shifted. We're together like brother and sister compared to how we were before, like distant, you know, this underlying distance. You don't know why. We resolved that. And she was not only able to resolve the the pain and the trauma of the abuse, but also got closer to her brother, which she really wanted. And, um, you know, it, it was really beautiful to see from one day to the next, such a big shift can happen when we shift our internal world. Right. And the, the, the second thing that's beautiful to see is that not only you change, but the outside world changes. Her yes. brother, her brother's attitude towards her changed the very next day. He started making her tea. He started asking her questions. She never prompted anything. So it's it's incredible that we're, this is one of the keys I believe we have. The ability to make a significant change in the world is by doing our inner work, transforming ourselves, uh, transforming the lead into gold, as the alchemist used to say. We can literally heal, in a sense, our old patterns, our family patterns, and the world patterns that, that are being carried. Yes, because you're talking about family patterns and even from ancestors. Could you, could you tell a little bit more about that? How does that show up? Well, there's actually a lot of research, um, current research at the moment that, um, that they've discovered, not just current, but over time they've been stacking up research on DNA and um, you know, we take on our parents' DNA of physical features, but we also take on emotional and we also take on thought patterns. So what I discovered is there's five different areas that we inherit from our family lineage. One is our parents' beliefs. So the, the beliefs that they have and they created in their lifetime and also their parents' beliefs, etc. So all the way back. We take on their pain and burdens. So let's say we have a very uh, an ill mother and she's got cancer, for example. We can have uh, situations where a child takes on a cancer because the mother had cancer and the child, out of love and loyalty and wanting to help the mother, she takes on the cancer and carries it unconsciously. So we can have children developing certain illnesses because the parents have it. And they want to help the parents. So it's out of, a, out of a love and loyalty to help and heal. So that's, that's the second one. We take on the burdens of the parents. The third one is what is known as entanglements. We can, um, it's, it's um, the essence of it is confused roles. So we confuse our roles with someone else inside the family system. And it can be a parent, it can be an uncle, it can be a great grandfather, it can be someone else in the family system and essentially this an entanglement is when someone didn't quite get to live their lives and we confuse or we hold them in high regard uh, we confuse our role with theirs and we start living out their life instead of our own mm. so a lot of people that are trying to plan their life are trying to build a business are trying to do something with their life they might be doing it for someone else, especially if it's not working. It might be someone else's dream that they're trying to build. 
not their own, and they think it's their own dream, they're so connected to it that they, yeah, they, they go ahead building someone in the system's dream. So the moment we disentangle, then they start to have permission to live their own life and their own value systems. We also carry traumas from our parents. And we also carry, uh, when, when someone's missing in the family system, when someone's been excluded, this is a very important principle to understand. And it's a general principle that we can start to apply in life. When we exclude someone out of a society, when we exclude someone out of a family, when we exclude someone out of an organization, remove them, say you don't belong here. What happens is because a system needs to be whole and everything, everything has a place, all the colors of the rainbow need to exist in the rainbow. If you remove one, it's, it's not going to be a rainbow anymore. So because we live on a planet that has so many different colors, we need to include all of them and accept all of them. So the moment we remove some someone out of the system or an emotion out of our system, we um, someone in the family system goes and tries to find that person and include them back and give them a space to belong. So what happens is because of the sense of not belonging, people go out and try to find the missing persons and I've had people that have, um, I worked with a woman a few years back that her daughter was suicidal. And the reason why she was suicidal was because the, the mother had a miscarriage at around three months, many, many years ago, when she was a high end corporate career woman, and she used to deliver trainings, and she was very busy and not thinking about things, but she never processed the miscarriage. She just, you know, released and off she went, carried on training. And um, which is insane for any woman who's born a child, there's a strong emotional bond, a strong emotional connection. So what happened, what happened with her is that that trauma wasn't processed, that miscarriage wasn't acknowledged, it wasn't included inside the system. And the daughter was trying unconsciously to reconnect with that child. Now, once again, I, I'm going to say unconsciously, just in case the, the listeners think, well, you know, how can this happen? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> This is why a lot of my work is based on the hidden dynamics that affect our life, because these are hidden dynamics that most of us are not aware of that affect our lives. And a lot of people try to do mental work to try and figure out their lives, but the problem is much deeper. It's hidden. And we need to go inside and find what is hidden and discover it. And uh, this is one of the patterns that can occur is uh, when, when we don't acknowledge something on the inside, it, you know, it can show up in future generations. Yes, absolutely. I love that. I love that. It, it actually struck a chord when you said uh, about when your mother has cancer, my mother died from cancer and you told we connect to it so much because we want to help. I must say, Matteo, for me, I had moments that I felt that, and I was acting like I had cancer, right? Just because I helped her and I cared so much and I wanted to really try to help her save her life so that she would survive. And I, I, I caught myself just feeling, no, you are not the one with cancer. You don't, you know, this is, yeah. this is really crazy. And um, yeah, we did some deep inner work. So I actually stand behind it completely. So tell people, because it's very interesting, how, uh, how can they find you if they want to know more about this? The best place to go is um, my website, matheogalatis.com. 
And uh, on my website, there's all the social media links. And uh, I also have access to my podcast there, where I introduce the basics of what I spoke about, the basics of the, the, the Know Yourself teachings. So I've, I've set together a, a set of modules that kind of give people a brief introduction. If anybody wants to dive deeper into the Know Yourself teachings and really understand the intricacies of what goes on inside the human dynamics that I've managed to collate and collaborate over many years, uh, the Know Yourself teachings is the place to go. And it's really powerful and empowering teachings. And uh, they're available on my website. You can go there and, um, and get them right there. They're, they're extremely powerful. They're, um, it's information that I wish I had when I was younger that would have made life easier for me. Yes, yes. Don't we all don't we all have that? I wish I had this when I was younger. So now it's your time to grab it in the vault. But first, one last question. So what is the one question that nobody ever asks you, but you would love to answer? So once again, I really need to turn inward because it's a, a beautiful <laughs> question. And um I, I suppose the question would be, how do I deal with pain? And I suppose that question comes up because uh, of when I was younger, I never acknowledged or my pain was not acknowledged. And I think I've developed a habit and a character trait of not showing or revealing uh, when I am in pain or when I feel pain. So having my pain being seen or that I also go through pain or that I also feel hurt by things, by situations, by events, because uh, I'm a, a pretty strong character and I can, I can hold it on and block it off. But um, there's a deep need inside of me to have my pain be seen. Wow, that's so powerful, Matteo. Thank you so much for this amazing interview. And we will level up next week again. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Vault. Respect for showing up and creating your next stage of life and business. If you like this episode, I invite you to dive deeper and stay. The S stands for subscribe and share. Make a screenshot right now and pay it forward and send this to five friends who can benefit from this value. The T stands for try and transform. Try the technique, at least until the next episode. The A stands for action. Action creates success. Don't stay a student when you have a code. You should try to open the vault. And finally, the Y stands for you. This is about the most valuable asset of the vault and life in general. The one and only authentic you. So if this was your code, please comment and help the vault grow. Hashtag unlocked, hashtag next level, hashtag dive deeper. And see you next week to level up again.